September 19th at the Green Bay Distillery, right before the Green Bay Packers take on the Detroit Lions for the home opener. Game on Wisconsin is throwing Todd Varney a birthday party. Okay, not really. It's just an ironic coincidence, but we will be throwing a party at the Green Bay Distillery. Food, football, drinks, prizes, all kinds of stuff you can win. You want to check out our YouTube page, our Twitter page, and our other social media page, Game On Wisconsin. For details, meet us at the Green Bay Distillery on September 19th. Come meet and greet all of your favorite Game On Wisconsin personalities and have a chance to win some really cool stuff. We hope to see you there. Big Balls Bob. Not to be confused with Tiny Balls Todd. I do have a body. It's very fantastic. Uh, more of a temple, really, than a body. I can't tell if he's doing a bit or not. I'm glad you brought that that point up because... Todd's a pussy. we got to start putting our guests on at, like, 8 so that people actually watch the rest of the show. Dan talks about killing babies. Todd and I talk about making babies. There's a big difference. It's right next to Todd's OnlyFans. I'm a below-average teacher. I'm a dumbass, and I'm sorry. The first time you've been let out of mom's basement, right? Oh, no, I'm still in mom's basement, actually. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. I'm going to throw these two guys into the screen so that if I die, they can carry on the legacy of crap that is this show. It's my kind of team, Charlie. My kind of team. That's right. We have the official team of your 2021-2022 Green Bay Packers. We got the 53-man roster, and it does not include anybody named J.K. Scott. We're not sure if Todd has survived the last couple of days. Yeah, Lambo brings up for now. We're not sure if Todd has survived the, the orgy of pleasure that he's gone through the last couple of days with J.K. Scott not being on this team anymore. We'll check in on him in here in just a second, and also Jimmy Christensen as well. Before we get to that, though, let's get today's drink special here. The drink special for September 1st. We are officially in September. It is finally football month. And this one coming in from a special fan. It's the Greyhound. And yes, fans, just like our lo loyal fan here on the on the uh, other thing, uh, Nick, put it up here. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, John. John up here, gave us not only $10 a month, but a fantastic drink special of the Greyhound. It's going to be worth a six-round pick in 2023. That's right. So, fans, if you have a drink special for us here at Lombardi's Bar, all you have to do is pay us $10 a month, and you can uh, – you can. I have now officially hoard out the Lombardi's Bar drink special here for you. Todd, Jimmy, what do you guys think of the, uh, the drink special today? And, Todd, how many have you had? in honor of J.K. Scott no longer being here. You know, it's been a rough day uh, sitting around with my emotions. It It's always hard when you lose uh, a friend. Um, thanks, April. That's never been disputed by anybody. Um, <laughs> I've seen him. You know, it's just, uh, yeah, from the back, you're a good cameraman. It's, <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. It's been, it's Jesus been fantastic. Eight. It's been awesome. We're not awesome. even four minutes I, in the been, show. I haven't even slept, to be honest with you guys. I've just been riding the high that is no more J.K. Scott on this team. I I never want to see somebody there lose their job. There he is. Never want to see somebody lose their job. But uh, when they do, I'm glad it's J.K. Scott. 
Can we get a picture of the new punter? I don't even know what his name is. It seems pretty complicated to say. Is it uh, Bohort Bohortsky? Starts with a B. I okay, haven't sure. tried. Bohortsky, Bohortsky. Yeah, I heard about. He's an ordained minister. Well, Todd, for when you get married, the minister of special teams. Somebody, I think it was. I think it was. Uh, was it Packers history or Packers? There was a Packers account put out a whole list of uh, whole list of names we can have for. Uh, for our, our minister punter, like the, the vicar kicker, a couple Aster, other there. Aster punter. You're Aster punter. You're doing a great job at recalling this tweet. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm fantastic with this stuff. I, uh, the one, the one that is going around that, that Lambo has thrown in and uh, Gil also the boho bomb, which I'm all for that. Like that appears that. easier to say than his actual name, which it, I will never learn how to say because he is a punter. Um, good looking guy though. Look at that. Yeah. Look at uh, those studs in those ears. Great job, producer Nick. Just <laughs> pulling that up real quick. I like um, the boho blast though, because that reminds me of Taco Bell. Rather mm -hmm. than boho bomb. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he no, there was there was articles, there was articles like coming out a week like a week ago saying that he had knocked out uh is it Heflin or Hecker? Or Hecker. Hecker. Hecker a, who's a pretty good punter. That they were saying he he was that that Boho was taking his job. Well, that was just bullshit because Hecker wanted to. Uh, I think the Rams kind of wanted to restructure his contract. Yeah, and Hecker yeah, was saying was... he wasn't going to restructure. Yeah, so that was smoke just screen, a little, little smoke screen action. Yeah, you bet. You know but what? Hey, though? The guy's it average, worked and it got I, us a new punter. Yeah, I what did I see? The guy like uh, he he was averaging like fifty yards or forty five some. It, it was a D he was, he was, I think he led the preseason in, in punt yards. Thanks libel. <laughs> He's Thank always you. consistently. Thank oh. God we know that there. Look, if there's Lambo tries harder to find me a significant other than, than I you. Do. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> it's fantastic. I love him for it. There's so many things that I miss. That I that I get now because Lambo makes sure I'm in the know on. So I I appreciate him always looking out. I'm the love doctor. The love if, doctor. Uh, if we're showing tattoos, I'm just gonna show the old butt cheek one. Then while we're at it, do it right now. Just whip it out, crack and all. Yeah. All right. Produce me. Go away so you can't drop me. I think like legally, and I'm not saying this to be. I'm not saying this to be crude. I think legally, if you if we don't see the actual butthole hole or anything on the front i think you're okay ass is fine I, yeah, yeah. I th I a think, cheek yeah. is good cheek a little yeah. crack in the cheek we're good uh any deeper than that we're probably gonna get taken off some platforms mm -hmm. okay there's like it's a the fine line between softcore and hardcore which yeah we it's call that the cinemax line penetration mm -hmm. you can't show it no okay. And you yep. can't you can't even you can't even show any full full genitalia. Guys, how good was Skinamax back in the day? <laughs> Dude. Right? Like when <laughs> kids will never understand. Like they've got the internet now. There's anything you want at your fingertips. But back in the day, Skinamax was just I mean, to be 15 years old and staying awake until 12:30 again, wait for the parents to go to bed. We, oh, I live okay. So there's, 
<laughs> I'm going to sidetrack us for a second here. Oh, yeah, because we're really on track. Right right now. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to derail the conversation anymore. I I worked for a summer. I worked at a, a place called Putin Bay. It's up in uh, it's in Lake Erie, just off of like Sandusky. It's like a it's a party island, white trash party island. I worked there for a summer. The apartment that we stayed in got five channels: ESPN two, TNT, HGTV, something else, and Cinemax. Yeah, nice. and so every Saturday night we would get drunk. We would shoot beer cans with a BB gun, and we would watch. Late night Cinemax. Just how many? How, well, so how many? Uh, how many people do you have sitting around watching the late night Cinemax? Really, like five or six. Mm. Guys, hey, guys and girls, we were all friends. Okay. All right. Oh, guys and little co-ed Cinemax. Yeah. I'm listening. You got my attention. This is the start of hey, every man. swinger. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it, it sounds like the start of a Cinemax. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen. <laughs> I've seen the Cinemax special. Yeah. Tell what me Dan's more. Dan's trying to tell us is he's the star of one of them, but he went by a different name. Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys want to buy a round? Like yeah. actually talking <laughs> football shit? <laughs> it was. Uh, it's super redneck. Man, if you know anything about Putin uh, Bay, it, it's, it's it is it is a redneck paradise. <laughs> uh, buy a round. Jimmy, who are you buying a round for tonight? Oh, that is a fantastic question, Daniel. Thank you for asking me first. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. While I'm bringing up my, uh, I was gonna say, do you want me to read it off the script for you? Tell you what you said. <laughs> I had it up, and then I just got distracted, and I couldn't that, find it. So I just that's why it. I don't fill this out until five minutes before we go on, because otherwise I'll forget. Perusing the upcoming Cinemax schedule. That's yeah. a good point. That's a good idea. All right. Anyways. I have uh, Jack Heflin on this one. He was going into camp a long shot to make it. He ended up making it um, for that defensive line, the trash can of dirt, as they called them. Just hard to move. His press conferences are funny. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm excited he makes a team. It's nice to always hear these kind of long shot stories that make the team. And it looks like he'll have a role there. He can be a really nice run stuffer. Uh, him and TJ Slayton, maybe put him on the line at the same time. Get real weird with it. Um, so no, I'm just excited to see what he can do. Glad he made the team. So I'll buy you a round of uh, some tobacco dip, which I'm sure you you swallow. <laughs> I love that whole the the whole uh, trash can of dirt thing. I hope yeah. that sticks around because that's awesome. Hmm. I loved his the tweet that he put out in response to making the team, which was the uh, Oscar, Oscar the Grouch. Grouch. Yeah, it's coming out of the garbage can. Fantastic. Yeah. All right, Todd, who are you buying a round for? I am going to buy a round for the practice squad. Uh, 16 guys that just spent the last month busting their ass trying to make this team. Um, a little known fact about myself is back in high school, guys, I was two-time back-to-back practice squad player of the year. Oh, for Riverdale job, High School dude. football. So <laughs> I I can appreciate what those guys are doing. They're putting in all the hard work to make everybody else that much better. So good on those guys for, for making the practice squad, at least uh, sticking around to help the guys out be a long season for them. Hopefully some of them are able to uh, make it on a roster this year. Hot, hot, hot. Yeah. Were, you, uh, were you surprised we signed EQ to the practice squad? I was, um, but at the same time, like 
So there was three guys, three wide receivers they drafted that year, right? It was MVS, uh, EQ, and Jamon Moore. And Jamon Moore lasted 20 minutes in town. Like a Um, a small cup of coffee? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think just keeping EQ around, like they've got some invested in him. Um, It's... Rudy. Rudy. I've never seen the full movie of Rudy. It's terrible. Don't. Halfway, yeah, like, he was ah. offsides. It's not worth it. It's not a good movie. No. no. My buddy like stands by it that it's the best football movie. Still, I don't believe it. It's okay. It's just it's cheesy as all hell. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's and, fun yeah, fact I'll though, be. starring a young John Favreau and Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn's in it? Yep. Okay, 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 okay. He's not classic Vince Vaughn. Obviously. Yeah. So he's not a funny guy. Yeah. No, no, but no. no, Andy's right. It's, it's, a, it's, it's not, a, I, I don't know if it's a great <laughs> football movie. I think it's a good football movie. It's a movie that you should watch once and then you saw it. And then, I, and then I, I would kind of, I, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't watch it again. If it, like, if it was on, it was, if it was on like TV, which it is like half the time, I don't watch it. Okay. Um, real, real quick here. Um, in case anybody missed it yesterday, the big announcement, the MVS show, Marquez Valdez Scantling will be joining the game on Wisconsin network every Tuesday at Mm -hmm. seven o'clock this season, uh, hosted by, uh, Jimmy, myself, we'll have Jacob there, unfortunately. And of course, Marquez Valdez Scantling. So. Be sure to check that out. Uh, not sure who arranged that. Uh, probably mostly me and a little bit of Jimmy. And then like a handful of other people might have had something to do with it. But, yeah, doubt it. Uh, maybe. Todd, my wife Kelsey was making dinner today and she was li- she was actually listening to the Pick 6 podcast. And Jacob Westendorf is on there introing and talking about the new MBS show. And she literally rewound it to the start four times. And at the end, she was like, okay, I did hear that right. How did Todd get on the MBS show? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of hand jobs, man. A lot of <laughs> hand jobs. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I'm going to buy a round for Brian Gutekunst. You may have heard of him. He's the GM of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, he is doing, he did everything he wanted to. He got, he kept all the guys on the practice squad that they wanted to keep. I felt like cut the roster to exactly how they wanted it. And even traded away Jake or, uh, they didn't trade away JK Scott. He got rid of JK Scott and brought in a new punter, which, you know, I, I think is the savvy move, especially right before, right before the end of the preseason. So big ups to Brian. Think he played the preseason perfectly. All the starters are going to remain healthy going into week one. Knock on wood right now. Yeah. Uh, but no, good job, Brian. What do you make of it with uh, – Are you? I guess I should say, are you surprised Bakhtiari made it on the, the pup list? I guess I don't know because, like, I don't know if I can say I'm surprised because that those injuries, especially he had that – like, he got that injury right before – and you basically write at New Year's. It was New Year's, right? Like that's nine months now 
I, I, it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to say like how those, how those heal, you know? Yeah. And so I, I think, I think it, I think if anything, it just shows that Brian and Matt, Matt LaFleur have confidence in what they have in the offensive line to be able to weather that for the, at least first six weeks, probably a little bit more than that. But yeah, I don't know if it says anything more about Bakhtiari, but maybe says more about uh, the strength of the, the depth that they have. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, Gutekun said, you know, like that was kind of the plan. He's a long-term guy here. They don't want to create, you know, problems, problems in the future, put him on there, give him six more weeks to, to hang out and keep rehabbing and get stronger so that when he does come back, he's better. Especially right. with Elton Jenkins, that guy can play mm-hmm. left tackle just with, with the best of them. So when you have yeah. a player like that, you might as well make sure someone like David Bakhtiari does return completely 100% from such a, a shitty injury. So, yeah, I guess it makes sense. It still sucks. Like, we have to go six weeks six right. weeks without him, but at least it's in the beginning of the year and not at the end of the year like last year. Yeah, much much rather miss him for the first half of the season and have him back healthy for for the uh, the playoff push and then into the playoffs. I mean, that's, that's exactly what you want him for. I don't know, <laughs> Lambo, if we can say Elton's going to be – the greatest lineman in history. One of the most versatile. You got to give him that. Look, it's it's a little early. It's a little early to judge. But I'm going to do it anyways and say, hells yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Versatility. Yes. Yeah. Versatility. Got it. Uh, does he give up sacks? Nope. Does he hold? Nope. Can he run block? Yep. All right. What else do you want from the guy? Oh, Does he's he good looking and he's got accent? a great voice. Yeah. <laughs> check and oh, check. Done. Is he the next Morgan Freeman? Yes. We got to have him on again and just have him like read a children's book to us. Oh my gosh. He can. Yes. I was trying to think of the one I just read to Hadley. Can't he, remember. He could read name? a murder mystery bef- to me before I went to bed and I still wouldn't be upset. I like I, it'd be worth the nightmares that I would have. <laughs> just read to you the, sh- the shining you're like this is a great book elton thank you so much. <laughs> i just want to hear him say red rum now that's all i want <laughs> all right let's pay the tab todd who needs to pay the tab this week uh the new punter like i said i'm not gonna learn his name he's just a punter don't really care about him uh you're on the team sure you're still a punter most important thing you can do catch the snap Get it down so that Crosby can put it between the uprights. Try try not to let guys make you look like an idiot when our special teams inevitably does not tackle a return man. I love uh, Iowa Joe's comment here of over under two games before Todd starts hating on under the pound the under under. Yeah. He, he, we're, we're here week zero. Yeah. He literally just said he won't learn his name, so I feel like there's already that little bit of hate right there. Um, I'm going to go, I'm changing who I put on here. Uh, I'm going to stick with, with Todd's favorite unit, the special team unit. And I'm going to go with Hunter. Bradley. That's not my favorite unit. God damn it. God damn it. Also, uh, I was going to go, you put Preston Smith on here. I was going to go with Preston until now you're just going to, you're just, yep. What? Are, I wasn't going to go with Preston. That's fine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going with Hunter Bradley. There's reports came out from camp that um, J.K. Scott had to just 
catch horrible long snaps from Hunter Bradley for Mason Crosby to kick. And he saved them every time, thankfully, because there's some that skipped off to dirt or were high. So that guy has to get his shit together because I don't know. We got we got one week link out with J.K. Scott. Now we got to get the next week link replaced with Hunter Bradley and get a new long snapper and then replace everyone on special teams. That's week week link number three. So we'll uh, week, we'll week number there. three is everyone else. <laughs> entire fucking special teams. <laughs> So, that when when Crosby missed that field goal in Buffalo, and they showed that replay of him kicking it, and he looks down, and then he just looks at J.K. like four seconds of uninterrupted, like just eye contact, no facial expression, just like <laughs> this is the shit I'm dealing with. I am thirty. What is he? Thirty eight, thirty nine years old, and this is what I'm dealing with right now. You know he punted not to sh- not just because he wanted to. He wanted to show the Packers like, look, my old ass can do this better than mm-hmm. him. You gotta get somebody else. <laughs> yeah, it was all part of the plan. Also, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the video, but we have another punter on the team, Jordan Love. Oh yeah, I did not. I did not see the video. Yeah, he uh, was working with some guys to improve his Madden score. And one of the areas that they worked to improve was his kicking skills. So, uh, yeah, shout out, shout out there. I believe in the chat right there, Lambo Labo's taking credit. I'm pretty sure he was the one that tagged Jimmy and I in that. Yeah, he probably tagged you too, Dan. You just probably no, I didn't, didn't see it. It's not a man of the people. You just you don't, don't spend your entire day on Twitter like we do. I'm busy running this bar. Fuck up. Don't tell that to Kelsey. Apparently, according to Kelsey, I spend all day on Twitter. Yeah, I get that shit a lot from Des. Oh, guys. Todd doesn't hear from me. You should be single. I probably spent more time (laughs) on Twitter than both of you. I've got no one to tell me to get off of it. It's a beautiful thing, guys. Try it out. Try it out. You get to hang out with Des. You get to have kids. You don't have to raise them. Yeah, it's awesome. No alimony. Yeah. Nope. Just find some some sucker dumb enough to raise them. (laughs) <laughs> i hope someone just came on for that part and they have no context <laughs> like wow todd is a shit human i mean taking that, applications yeah for sure i don't know that that's really the topic like there are other things that make me a shit human besides just that so <laughs> if you're not sold stick around for five minutes we'll get there <laughs> dan who do you have for Five. pay the tab? My pay the tab. God, is... my Jimmy, am I not good at keeping the show moving? Dude, you're just on point today. Packers right? fans. Like, damn, we're talking here. What are you doing? I'm trying to pay the tab. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Well, stop drinking then and pay the tab. I don't need to pay the tab. Packer fans need to pay the tab because, guys, the gauntlet has been lame. The gauntlet has been laid down by the New Orleans Saints for all of us. The article coming out just hours ago that the Saints picked Jacksonville as the spot for their week one matchup against the Green Bay Packers because, at least in part, the tickets were more expensive from Green Bay to Jacksonville and it would be harder for Packer fans to make it to Jacksonville for the game. So, guys, they are challenging us. Take all of the Coke bottles that you have sitting in your basement, cash them in, buy a plane ticket, 
We need to get our asses down there and show Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton that TIAA Center or Stadium, whatever it is, is Lambeau South. And we're going to rock that place. Honestly, so it's, it's time to it's nut up. Let's do it. It's pretty hot down there. I prefer not to be in that kind of weather, personally. But if you want to go down, let's see. I can't. See, I wouldn't be able to fly out until Sunday. Uh, come back Monday. Dad's <laughs> planning his trip. <laughs> uh, see, see, I, I wouldn't. Is... I, there's only a handful of. Uh, it's kind of worth it. I don't know. Let me this check is the beauty of working from home because theoretically I could do this and not have to miss any work or, or take any PTO time. I can just work from wherever I want now. I can work from the fucking game if I wanted to. This is a it's beautiful. Dude, I'm back at school now. Sucks. But we have no bus drivers. So I might not even have my assistant principal came in my classroom today. I was like, hey, we have 16 buses supposed to come tomorrow. I hope we get at least 10 that show up. So I was like, oh God. <laughs> I was like, how do you want me to plan? I can have five kids or I can have 28 kids. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I don't know. This is this is education in America, everyone. Love it. Pay teachers more. Nah, honestly, I'll spend it on dumb shit. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, with that, let's step aside for a quick break. When we come back, break down roster moves and everything else and look ahead, do some predictions for the rest of the season, as well as your drunk tweet of the week and bar bets. You're watching Lombardi's bar. guy wearing the jersey that said poop on it oh there we go <laughs> sitting right in front of us okay, <laughs> I didn't, sorry, I must have froze <laughs> price himself out of the Packers range because i mean he if he builds upon what he did last year and he transcends this scheme as in he becomes one of those game-changing tight ends you know he's up there at the top of the ranks with the kelseys and the kittles and the wallers then I mean, he's gonna be, he's gonna have probably an all pro season. I met Randall Cobb yesterday, and he was nice did enough. You know, to take... Yeah, no, you did. Picture yeah, didn't happen, bro. Can you hear my mom coming in? Yes. This is amazing. It's the kind of guy you want to get back and. I love that the feelings are so mutual and you can tell that this is where he really wanted to be and he was so excited and so eager to get here. I mean, the news broke and then like he's here the next day. Big ups to Open Book for actually taking our taking our advice and spicing up that, that promo there. No, they yeah, gotta guys. change it again now. It's not Jen's birthday anymore. I'm not really yep. listening to that shit yep. every week. Over that one. Switch yeah. it again, guys. Don't give uh, a shit. Also, yeah, if anybody finds out who put together that MVS uh video, kudos to them. 
Yeah. Uh, Aaron keeps trying to take credit for it, but I don't believe yeah. it. I've seen her work before, and that video is yeah. way too good to be hers. So. And she complains so much about work. I know she's not going to take on another project. She doesn't have that kind of time. No, she doesn't have that kind of time. No. No. She's yeah, she busy doing everything for on-brand off-topic, which she volunteers for. But Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Whatever. All right, guys. Well, we saw a uh, 53-man roster this week, first one of the season. Let's dissect it a little bit. Anything? What was the one that stood out to you? The surprise cut that stood out to you from this initial roster that we saw. There, I feel like there weren't many. There, there's a, there's like a couple that I think we can highlight. Jimmy. Yeah, I think one of the main ones was uh, Braden getting released uh, on the offensive line. He was getting some some reps with the first team. He's another one that could be a little versatile for him, um, especially at the guard position now with. Um, with Elton having move out to tackle for the first six weeks, like having that back up there who can fill in different spots, but he ended up being released, which was a surprise, but in Goody, I trust until he proves me wrong. I'm going to second it because that was the one I was going to say was, was Braden the one that surprised me the most, you know, Lambo brings up another one there too. Yeah. Uh, in his gains, another one that kind of surprised, but Braden for me was the one that was stood out the most. Cause it just felt like he, he felt like one of those ones that was almost a sure lock. He wasn't like a, wasn't an Aaron Rodgers lock, but he was still, he still felt like one that was, was, was pretty secure in his spot. Todd, what about you? Anything? No. <laughs> That's why he's the best color man in the league. <laughs> the broadcasting school is really paying off. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I think you guys touched on it other than those two. I mean, there are a lot of people hopeful that that Kurt Benkert was going to make it uh, just because he is kind of a fan favorite, but Kurt Benkert. I, I don't think anybody was really surprised that they didn't keep three quarterbacks. Um, and again, he is on the practice squad. So see yeah. what happens there, which is so is Braden and Gaines. Who we all mentioned here. So the guys that were surprised, they ended up keeping, right. um, but they, one person I am surprised they didn't have on their practice squad uh, is Bagleton. Just because with Love potentially taking over in the future, a guy like that, he had a strong connection with. Um, and I'm sure if he needs to get into a game, he can definitely be serviceable. But I guess if they had to choose between him or EQ to have on the roster or the practice squad with Winfrey as well, um, I guess it makes sense why they went the other route. But with EQ, you already know what you have in him. But I guess probably same with Bagleton. I guess though, does it does it make sense that they would keep Bagleton over EQ though? Because like you said, like you know what you have in both, and Bagleton at least. Well, I guess I Bagleton is a bit more of a mystery than EQ. We know what he is, and he's hurt all the time. Yeah, you know, not 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 anything that you can do about that really. But EQ has just never been one you can depend on. Begleton, at least, you know, you could see if maybe something clicks or a spot opens up and he gets a chance to go out and produce. Yeah, I, Begleton, I hadn't thought about that one, but that's – I would have uh, – uh, Brandon is saying uh, Winfrey over EQ and Begleton. Yeah, he's the biggest mystery right now. We haven't seen – we didn't see anything from preseason this year because he was hurt. He just started running again today. Um, he had a red jersey on, so he's not able to have any contact or anything yet. So, yeah, he's the biggest mystery, but he had all the hype coming out of camp or at the beginning of camp, um, which yeah, it sucks. You haven't been, you weren't able to see what he could do. 
another question here. What do you guys know about Chris Blair? Nah. Because I I wasn't familiar with that name. Son when of Mister and Mrs. Blair. Oh, hey, don't assume. Don't assume they're married. Yeah. Uh, I just he made the practice squad, and I've never never heard of him. So. Yeah, that one is a surprise. Is that the magic guy? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. We don't know. Mind David, freak. <laughs> David Blaine's cousin Blair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna only refer to him as the magic guy from now on. I will never call him Blair again. Mind freak. You're thinking of uh Chris Angel. Right. I isn't it's it's but it, it's Chris Blair, right? Oh, I, oh, know I was why. thinking David. I know, Blaine. yep, I know why Chris Blair made it. I just found it right when when Lambo brought it down or brought it up. Alcorn State alum. Ah, Yep, you Fight never. On you mighty Elkhorns. You never let them go. Nope. They can potentially be Packer Hall of Famers. Jason brings up a, a point there. Maybe that the practice squad was was too low for Begleton that well, he I, that he didn't want to stick around on it. I think your your best bet though to catch on with somebody else is to go to a practice squad because. Yep. If another team's going to sign you, they have to put you on the active. Um, so he can still be on the Packers practice squad and get signed by anybody at any time as long as they're willing to put him on their active roster. The only thing that might be with that is if he's deciding to go back to the CFL or yeah. another league that yeah, he needs true. to start finding a team and, and working with another team in a different league. Yeah. Because, yeah, he's probably going to make this shit the same amount he makes on practice squad and can at least get some playing time. Yep. You think you think a CFL player makes a lot more than a practice I was about squad to, player? I was going to ask that question, Nick. Uh, Google that right now. What's the average salary? For, Say for please. CFL yeah, who are player? you talking to, Dan? Have some I'm respect when you're talking Nick. to producer Nick. Yeah, I know Jeez. we talk a lot of shit about him, which he deserves, but we can still treat him like a human. Let me deflect with a hypothetical question here. Would you rather be? <laughs> would you rather be like? Big fish, small pond by like playing. Let's not say like you're not the best wide receiver, but like you're you're like an Alan Lazard kind of player in the CFL. Or would you rather be uh, like trying to like just making the practice squad and being around uh, like the Packers or like a top NFL team? Which would you which would you rather be? I'm making the same amount of money. Yeah, let's say the money's about the same. Fuck it, I'll With be the exchange squad. rate and everything. I'll do less work and be on the practice squad. Yeah. Put yeah. me on the practice. Put me on the practice squad. You've got to you're you're that much closer to making it. Plus, if your team does win the Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure you get a ring. So there we beat go. It. I think you're uh, right. all eight teams, according to producer Nick, in the CFL operate with a league mandated four point two million dollar salary cap. Mm-hmm. High draft picks can expect a small signing bonus in their first year and a salary of about $50,000. Jesus okay. Christ. The CFL minimum salary, which is $41,000. Okay. I, I make individual maximum, maximum I make salaries are set at $65,000. Wow. Holy God. Humble brag much? Jesus. That was casual. <laughs> Humble brag. That was casual. <laughs> 
I want to know what they're going to make in the XFL. That's a real thing. If you could go, if you were XFL or CFL, which one are you going? That's a good question. You got to go with the rock. Mr. $7 in his bank account. (laughs) I have, I have a soft spot for the back of your head. Our friends up. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, I don't give don't pause when you know it's gonna give me <laughs> something like come on. Don't you think that wouldn't it be cool to say like I was part of the Grey Cup champion Saskatchewan Rough Riders? I don't even know half the words you just said, so <laughs> probably not. No. You wouldn't want to what's well, would I was you rather, on a championship team? championship team in china guys don't worry about it it's no big deal todd all right so jimmy knows exactly what we're talking about so would you rather win a phony championship in some made-up league or (laughs) no i would not (laughs) i did get a great plastic ring from it that i'm pretty sure they just got from like a really plastic it was not metal Predictions, guys. <laughs> Predictions for this year. Um, let, let's just do straight up best offensive and defensive player predictions. So take that however you want. I, I, I want this to be an open, an open uh, definition. Best player, best producing player, most improved player, most impactful player, however you want, best offensive and defensive player for the season, Jimmy. Uh, for offense, we already talked about him, Mr. Uh, Morgan Freeman himself, Elton Jenkins, I think with just a huge role of taking on the left tackle to start the season, protect Rogers blind side. And then mid season, again, he's going to have to switch to his natural spot at left guard. Um, we're just going to be seeing the versatility from him. He's going to be playing a pivotal part to that offensive line. If we didn't have him, our offensive line would have been shit last year and would be shit this year. So, um, I don't know. I just think you can't you can't overlook someone with that much talent and that ability to help wherever he's needed. What about defense? Do, are we yeah. just going to go offense right now? Or do we, what do we do? You're the bartender, Dan. You tell me. All right. Give, give me defense too. Give me your defense. Right. One, two. Um, this is my, this is my on level with Todd's uh, Kevin Kings, a pro bowler take. I'm actually going to go with Preston Smith on this one. Uh, he came into camp in shape. With Zadarius, we don't know how he is right now. He's barely practiced this offseason uh, in training camp with his back issues. I think we're, I think he wants – the more sacks he gets, the more money he gets, right? He has that super incentivized contract, and nothing motivates someone like from going from $4 million to $12 million just by producing some sacks. Uh, so, I don't know. I think he's going to come back with some new energy. He's not going to have to play the same amount of snaps he did his first year with us, um, be able to maybe conserve energy as long as the game goes and really capitalize in the – towards the end in the crunch time. So I have high hopes for Preston. I said this last year and he made me look like a fucking idiot. So could happen twice. Who knows? Or I could look like a genius. Really, really. That will never that. happen. Really gambling on this one. Broken clock is right twice a day. There it goes. Uh, I'm going to run with this on the fly because I was definitely typing uh, something about the gray cup. Uh, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a good story there, but we'll, we'll get into that later. Um, I'm going to go start with defense because that's an easy one for me. 
I'm going to go Kevin King. Obviously, I, I've been saying he's a pro bowler this year. I I don't know that he has to play at that level for this defense to be successful, uh, but if he can spend more time, you know, we've talked in the past, we, we've seen his ceiling. We know what's up there, um, but he spends too much time playing on the floor. If he can play closer to his ceiling more this year than, than in past years, I think he's going to be uh, a fantastic guy on this defense for the year, and it, it's going to make everybody else that much better. Uh, moving over to the offensive side of the ball. I want to say MVS, but I feel like that's just at this point, I can't be unbiased about that. Uh, so I'm going to go with Josiah Aguara. Uh, I think the way that he is used in this offense, um, clearly they, they really liked him when they drafted him. Unfortunately he got hurt last year. So seeing how he's able to function within this offense, use him how uh, Matt LaFleur has been looking forward to using him. Um, I, I think that's going to be huge for him this year, as well as if he takes some of those snaps away from Jay Sternberger, who we saw last year have some some ups, but a lot of downs, you know, especially with the drops and, and unable to block and things like that. Um, so if he can get some of those opportunities too, that'd be huge. Yeah. Uh, mine, I'm going to go with, uh, I am going to go with MBS as my, my offensive guy, since I'm not part of the, the official MBS show roster, I feel like I can maintain a bit of a, a sense of independency here, but I really do think if you're, if you're looking at guys on the offense, that was, that are going to be an impactful, make an impact in this third year of, of Matt LaFleur, MBS really is just a guy that's primed to take his game to another level, you know, more so than I think a lot of other, a lot of other players like uh, Devante, Aaron Jones, Alan Lazard. I think we've, we've seen where their ceilings are and their ceilings are great. MBS. I think we haven't seen that happen just yet. And I think if that clicks this year, and I think that it, I, I really do think that it will, it sounds like everyone's saying he's having one of the best training camps they've had that he's had. I think he I think he's primed to take that next leap. Uh another guy on defense, I'm gonna go with Jacob Westendorf's one and only son, and that's Rashawn Gary. Another guy that I think is primed to just have an absolute blowout season. I almost went I almost went uh <coughs> Slayton on this. Um really just because just because I have a I have a really good feeling about Slayton, but I think Slayton's play, I think what he brings if with Kenny Clark and Slayton on the defensive line opens things up for so many other people. And I think it's going to open up big doors for Rashawn Gary to just make that third year jump. So I'm going to go Rashawn Gary on, on defense. Yeah. Too bad. He'll be second behind Preston Smith, but that's a good guess. <laughs> Todd that, just did not that, give a fuck about that. He's busy no, on Tinder right now. No, that just that felt aggressive. That felt really aggressive. Jimmy, uh, I don't know that you need to yeah. go at Dan like that. As long as neither one of those guys are lined up as a cornerback this year, <laughs> <laughs> I think they're both going to be fine. Um, but I swear to God, the first time I see other either of them lined up outside the hash marks on somebody that's split out wide, I will start calling for Joe Barry's job. That's fair. And that is understandable and respectable. I don't uh thank you. Thank I don't you. blame you. I mean, Rashawn Gary is a linebacker. Shouldn't he be able to cover at least within a five yard 
a five yard area. You're not putting them on. You're not putting them on DeAndre Hopkins or anything. But they put. Preston I don't Smith want them on split out wide. No, I, I know, I know, not I know, not split out wide. But like you know, he should be able to cover at least somebody, right? Yes, yeah. yes. Linebackers should be able to cover somebody. A tight end at the line of scrimmage for five yards. If you've got your pass rushers doing shit like lining up outside the hashes, Dan, which is what I'm talking about, I tell you this much. Tell you this much. You tell yeah. us, Grumpy Todd. I will be what on this show and uh-huh. on Twitter with my thumbs and my weak, scratchy voice calling for his job. There I was, was expecting way more there than was that. So honestly. much built up. Yeah. And it just went... yeah, no, I I don't have anything else I can do. What do you want me to do? Go pick it at Lambo? I got other shit to do, guys. Well, I mean Fine, I'll do it. I'll go pick it at Lambo. I don't know. I, I was just expecting that rant to go a little bit with some of the energy I'm seeing right now. Yeah. My thumbs and my weak, raspy my voice. Weak... <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. That's all I have. Oh, and I can't do much with it. Your drunk uncle has a good point, Dan. Uh, Barnes at, in, at linebacker will have a big year this year. Yeah. I, might- I think... I think Uncle Bob might have taken his own uh, advice, took some time and dried out, because that's actually a pretty good idea he's got there. <laughs> good work, Uncle Bob. Appreciate you checking in on us. Coming in with the smart type. And also, look at this. I'm with him on that one. <laughs> Uncle Bob, Mike, two good Mike tweets. Mike Patton, glad they ran him. Not you sure guys- where that... Not sure where that Chauncey Rivers rookie of the year talks coming. Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> that's the interesting one. They can't all be home runs, guys. They can't. That's it's, when he was sobering up a little bit. And which is, hey, uh, real quick, real quick, before we before we all get on the Uncle Bob is so great train. Is he going to be at the party? I there's a possibility. I think so. Get your ass there, Uncle Bob. Uncle and Bob, he can let answer. Us know. He can answer for this himself. Literally. Two picks before they picked J.K. Scott, Uncle Bob was on the "We need to draft this punter out of Alabama" train, oh, and they Bob. drafted J.K. Scott, and Bob was over the moon about it. Well, Bob, you're a big dumb idiot. Not so, Lucy, you've got some slaining to do. Bob. Yeah. Yikers! <laughs> Speaking of bad takes, let's get our drunk take of the week here. Our drunk tweet of the week. You're so take close to having a smooth transition. I thought that was smooth enough. Yeah, until you corrected it for take, sure. Whatever. <laughs> Bill Zimmerman. Khalil Mack won't be held by Bakhtiari in his week six matchup versus Green Bay this year. <laughs> Bill Zimmerman's <Okay>. an idiot. <laughs> Nick, you can take it down here so the visual part of this can work. Thank you. <laughs> I was waiting. I just I thought, down at the I thought like I'm like Nick. Are you are you looking? Are you looking at this screen? It's a visual gag. <laughs> Screw yeah, I you, mean, Bill Simmerman. Khalil Mack went a full calendar year, uh, the entire year of I believe it was 2020, that he did not have a sack of Aaron Rodgers. Not a good look. Not yeah. a good look for a guy that they. I mean, obviously, they won that bet clearly because John Gruden's trying to get Khalil Mack back. Yeah, he's but trying to get him back. Still, to to have him in town 
you you brought him into town for one reason, one reason only, mm-hmm. and that's to win the North. And to win the North, you've got to go through Green Bay. And if you brought him in and he doesn't sack Aaron Rodgers, what the hell did you bring him in for? No reason. No. But him a bunch of money. Sure. And- but apparently the only reason he can't sack Aaron Rodgers because David Bakhtiari holds him. Well, guess what? L. Jenkins is going to hold him on the ground like the little baby that he is. Doesn't he line up? Khalil on the Mack, other side I did not say that. That was that was a deep fake. Khalil, that was a deep fake. That was not me. Do not come after me for that. <laughs> somebody else, somebody else pointed that out, Jimmy. I think in that same that same thread is Khalil Mack usually lines up on the uh, over the right tackle. Yeah, of of most offensive lines. So he's not even going up against Bakhtiari. Yeah. So Billy Turner's just gonna use his fucking yeah. voodoo magic and just pound his ass into the ground. That's even more embarrassing. No offense to Billy Turner. He was very good <laughs> right. at right tackle last year. But dear God, if he's the one holding you to no sacks, like right. we can't say shit then. Like you got held by <laughs> – you got stopped by a, an average right tackle. Like he's very serviceable. I love that he's on the team. Great personality. Does a lot for the world. Very serviceable right tackle. No box yard. It's not like he's even going against the best. Yeah. I mean, really, has is Khalil Mack really the – he just doesn't seem to have that same cachet that the name had when he got traded into Chicago anymore. No, you know, like when you hear when you as hear, a whole isn't as good, right? I, I, mean, I mean, even when you hear you hear T.J. Watt, you hear um, Aaron Donald, like those guys still carry an aura around them. Khalil Mack, I feel like is is sort of become a bit of an off an also ran, you know. Like he's yeah, he's still extremely talented and he can go off any game, but yeah, he's still he's not putting up the consistent numbers he was before. But right. to Labo's point right here, saying everyone holds him, everyone holds every edge rusher. It just depends if the ref right. wants to call it on that play. Like you're gonna get held on every single play at some right. point. Would he like would 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 uh, would Bill like to see some game footage of Zadarius last year being put into chokeholds? Because I, I got a list for you. I, yeah. I can put it together. Uh uh, Gil uh, brings up that he's the Zedarius of the Bears, but you're paying him way, Patience, way honey. more than, than Zedarius. You're paying yeah. him to be producing at a much higher level, and he's not. And I think that's the that's I think the biggest thing is he's not living up to the to the contract. Sorry, Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob is on fire tonight. <laughs> Uncle Bob. Hey, he comes in here. He doesn't. He he comes correct, man. He doesn't. He doesn't come in here half ass. <laughs> Absolutely, just bringing it. Let's get uh, let's get a couple of bar bets in here before we peace out for the night. I only got two, just because there's not much to talk about in this in this pseudo bye week. Do the Packers make another trade before week one? Feels like we've made what is it three or four trades now so far in this preseason. Mm-hmm. You've got the. You've got the uh, the bye week here before week number one. Rosters are still getting moved around. We don't know who's officially going to be in that starting lineup or that starting roster for week number one. Did the Packers take a flyer on somebody else before this week number one game, Jimmy? I'm going to go – If are we saying specifically trade? Yes. Not uh, not like not a free agent pickup, not yeah. a you know, trade. I'm going to say no – Three Bakhtiaris. I think 
I think they will add to their team, but I think it's going to be through free agency because every team right now is an initial 53. It's going to change a lot during the season, especially during these next two weeks before the even game before the games even start. Um, and so I think they're going to wait for maybe a veteran that ends up getting released or one of the players that are still uh, not on that haven't been on teams for all of training camp. Maybe now they just kind of been sitting up because they just didn't want to go through another training camp or what, but. I could see us adding a snacks Harris like we did last year, except instead of waiting to the playoff time, we uh we do it this uh this uh preseason. Be nice, Todd. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go five Bakhtiaris. No, I don't <laughs> Nick even put know it why. Up there Nick just had it. it there for me. <laughs> uh, five Bakhtiaris. No, I think Jimmy made some good points. A lot of teams are getting settled right now. I think they have the the guys they want. Um. I think the fact that they didn't go after anybody else uh, for the practice squad, everybody that they kept was in-house really said a lot. There were a couple of guys that hit the uh, waiver wire. I thought that they might go after. um, So the fact that they didn't put any claims in as far as we know, uh, doesn't look like they really tried to do too much there. So I'm going to guess, no, they're happy with what they have and uh, we're, we're focused on week one. Before Dan, before you go, Nick, if you could look up, please, are we at fifty-two players right now or fifty-three? Because I thought at one point I read we we got all the way down to fifty-two. It's fifty-two because whatever the punter's name is, that trade hasn't officially went through, so he okay. will be fifty-three. Gotcha. Ding, then, ding, ding, ding. But by week two, we'll, if we want Sternberger back by week two, we'll have to release somebody. Yes, correct. Maybe it's the punter, and we just put Jordan Love there. And Mason yeah. Crosby, yeah. Or we just or never Crosby, Yeah, somebody. Never fucking punched. See, if Matt LaFleur had some cojones, <laughs> he would not roster a punter Yeah, and say, I'm bleep it. I'm not doing – I'm not punting this year. We're going forward on every fourth down. I don't care where. Look, that I would do it the- Madden all the time, and <laughs> I kick ass. Yeah. Todd's really good at Madden 2006 on PS2. He's so good at it. It's PS3, dickhead. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. My bad, dude. My bad. Um, I'll, Jimmy, I'll agree with you. I think right there in the middle, three, no. Um, I, I think if they were going to make – if they made a move, it would be in – it would be in response to something happening. Like uh, – I, I won't even say it. If don't, some kind of incident uh, happening. Yeah, I know something what you're thinking and don't. Won't, won't even say it. I, I it would be it would have to be because of something that happened, not because of the roster that they have. Like Aaron Rodgers gets the Jeopardy job and leaves. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. yeah. That's what he was going to say. But that's exactly <clears throat> what I was talking about. I know. Bob brings I, up I a point here. To say it. It an Wait, brings the up the question: Is Sternberger <clears throat> trade bait at this point? He played he, played the season. Do you? I don't do think anyone else wants it. No. No, did I see his drops? Like, if that attracted them or his whiff blocks, he's just too inconsistent. Like, I don't know who would be like, you know what, I really want right now the Packers' fourth tight end who is very up and down. That being said, someone did want Josh Jackson. So, I was gonna say, on. Is, the, is the Texans, the, the Texans traded for Kadar Holman and then cut his ass a week later. True, very fucking true. There's a sucker born every minute. Yeah, that's a good question, though, Todd. Is he the fourth? Sadie's? He's fifth. You would put him behind Daphne? 
I've seen more out of Daphne in games than I have out of him. That is a very good point as well. Yes. Or is I guess it the only it, kind of make. It depends. <laughs> There's Taz Madden game classic. right there. That's classic. Yep. yep. QB vision and all. I hated QB vision. Dude, it was the stupidest fucking thing. So dumb. It's so dumb. I miss the training camps, being able to do those uh like Emmett Smith. The, and little, the mini camp. Yes. Good times. What Good happened times. to you, Madden? Real quick, uh, a Todd special here. Does J.K. Scott punt for another team this year, Todd? Who gives a shit? Why is this a bet? <laughs> Why? He's not on a team. I don't care. What question? What other questions am I supposed to put in? This? There's I'm not nothing talking happening. About, I'm not talking about players that aren't on the Green Bay Packers roster. Who gives a shit? So you're not you're not registering a, you're not registering a response for this question. You're, you're protesting. Yeah, abstaining. <laughs> one Jimmy? negative one box jar. Whichever yeah. the answer is, you get a minus one. Jimmy, are you all are you also a conscientious conscientious objector here? No, I'm gonna say no. Five box yards. Wow, talking about another man's job. Okay. Fuck off, Todd. <laughs> Coming from <laughs> I don't, you won't even learn the punter's name. And you said you're going to call for Joe Barry's job the second you see an <laughs> offense or outside linebacker out wide. Get the fuck out of here. No, Preston or Rashawn. Oh, so Zadarius can go. So Zadarius, yeah. Zadarius won't. Zadarius would literally tell him to fuck off. <laughs> Joe Barry is watching this right now, being like, all right, now I know, now dealing with them film on Monday. Yeah. Zadarius? Chauncey Rivers starting cornerback. Yeah, if you want me standing in the parking lot holding up a sign that says, I don't like you very much, Joe Barry, <laughs> you know what to do. You know what to do. Ball's in your court, Barry. Dear God. I'm going to say three Bakhtiaris. Yes, he does punt for somebody else this year because if anything has, if we have seen anything is that Grossly incompetent white kickers and punters can always find a spot somewhere in this league. And so J.K. Scott will find a place. He will at least register one punt in the NFL this year. I don't know. It's pretty bad. Do you think he goes and do you think he goes like XFL? Do you th can you imagine J.K. Scott? We put J.K. Scott XFL. No, because they'll probably be way more physical. And if he can't handle the NFL right now, there's no way. God That's what I'm saying. It's, it, it'd be like a cart. It'd be like a cartoon. <laughs> I don't know. He's like the Wiley e. Coyote chasing a roadrunner. All right. Well, thanks I everybody promise, for tuning in this week. Um, <laughs> I promise to have. I promise to have. We'll have better bar bets next week because we have actual game stuff to talk about. I promise it'll get better, everybody. Guys, oh, you're you're not gonna ask me like. How many times this week is J.K. Scott going to have pizza for lunch? <laughs> he probably doesn't eat pizza. He can't eat pizza. He's lactose intolerant. Look at him, and you tell me that that body can pro process lactose. That's a good point. Yeah. Jimmy, let the people know where you, where they can find you and what you got to promote this week. Okie dokie. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Jimmy underscore C08. Uh, you can find me on Tuesdays uh, at on brand off topic podcast Todd myself and Aaron put out 
You can also find me on Tuesdays at Game On Wisconsin, the MVS show. Every Tuesday we'll be with uh, MVS himself talking about the game, a little bit of life, but most importantly is two dogs, Ace and Spade. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you can find me here every Wednesday and then Pack-A-Day on Thursday and articles on Friday. Just realized my week. You guys don't need to hear from me that much. So I'll cart one of those one of those things out because you don't need to hear from me. <laughs> We're that all is too much Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, it's way too much Jimmy. Todd, what do you got? Uh, mine's not much better than Jimmy's anymore. <laughs> uh, Mondays, you can catch me at Walking Off Pod, uh, where you can also find me on Fridays, Tuesdays. You can find me over uh, on brand and off topic. Wednesdays, I'm here. And the new edition is Tuesdays with Marquez Valdez Scantling on Game On Wisconsin. The real important thing, though, is go ahead and give me a follow over at the Todd V on Twitter, Instagram, Todd A. Varney on Facebook. Uh, and DMs are open. You know that. You can drop that MySpace in there, too. Uh, they don't have MySpace anymore, Dan. Roll up. Yeah. Dan's still catfishing people on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> you April would has not, just been going you would not be. She's still here dropping this shit? No, that's from earlier. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Nick just had it just queued up. Like, like, what the hell is this? That's even that's cold-blooded for Nick, man. No, I think it's great. Oh, saving saving that saving that for now. I am at uh, I am on Twitter at DK all the way right there. Uh, you can find all of my crap over there. I uh, got this every Wednesday night, 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central. And then my uh, my weekly Friday article for Game on Wisconsin, The Leap. Uh, musings and bullshit over, over there. So check it out on Game on Wisconsin. And, yes, excited for you guys to have MVS back or on, back with the player show with us. Packers fans, your cup runneth over with the content here at Game On Wisconsin. Give us a follow on Twitter at Game On WI, especially on YouTube. Go over and subscribe on YouTube so you get notifications of when all of this stuff goes on. Uh, yo, Jack, he, he is on Twitch right now. I got him the note. All right. Yes. And John, yes. Especially John, as the $10, as one of our $10 uh, patrons on, on Anchor. Support the show if you so choose. Throw us a couple bucks. If, like John, you went on to the Game On Wisconsin Twitter page and followed the link tree and became a sponsor, you can submit a drink special and do my job for me. And I will gladly take that work from you. So if you're interested in any of that, check us out on our Twitter page at Game On WI. It, none of it goes to Todd's OnlyFans. We're not supporting All OnlyFans anymore. A little bit of it does. Hey, no, bit. sexual content's back, so we're back, baby. Yep. Yep. For producing can, day. Hey, and we can stretch the Cinemax limits only over on OnlyFans. So <laughs> yeah, no more. Cinemax, also, baby. you can find me on Tumblr. It's just Todd Varney. For producer Nick, for Jimmy Christian, for Todd Varney, I'm Dan Connick saying cheers, everybody, and go pack go. We'll see you next week. <laughs>